Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson, Al Pacino, Ron Perlman, Burt Reynolds, Mickey oh. Rourke, Kurt Russell, Christopher Reeve, Sylvester Stallone, Patrick Swayze, John Travolta, and Bruce Willis. God damn. So they were imagine? thinking about tons and tons of guys. Imagine yeah. Sylvester Stallone is the Highlander. <laughs> that would be so stupid. Hey, yo, you cut off my head, I'll die, but I cut your head off first. I'm full of I am quickening, baby. I am everything. <laughs> <laughs> I know everything. <laughs> that is a pretty substantial list. Anybody like, who's anybody, yeah. I would uh, really like to see Nicolas Cage doing that. Because like he would have been like 20 maybe at the yeah. time. Yeah, like Vampire Kiss era. Been awesome. Raising Arizona. Rector Hauer and Nick Nolte were considered to play the Kurgan. I could see Rector Hauer being awesome too. Lee Van Cleef, Clint Eastwood, Malcolm McDowell, Gene Hackman, Michael... <laughs> Previously considered to do the soundtrack. Sting was also considered to play the part of Connor McCloud. Oh, and we all yeah. know he is the perfect man. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah he the is per- the only one. <laughs> Wearing a steel bathing suit the whole time, too. <laughs> <laughs> Little wings on the side. <laughs> the professional wrestlers seen towards the beginning of the movie are the fabulous Freebirds. <laughs> Going up against Greg Gagne, Jim Brunzel, and the Tonga Kid. <laughs> Despite the film's poor showing at the box office, it became a home video hit in the United States and spawned three theatrical sequels, one TV movie, a television series that ran from 19... That's a POV Evil Dead Sam Raimi move where the camera's like, it feels like it's chasing after a character. One of the wrestlers, I think he thinks he's a sexy-ass man. One of those fabulous free birds. He's moving and grooving around. He's got his Confederate flag cape. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's like wiggling his <laughs> hips and sticking his tongue out. Ooh, hi, the wrestlers mama. were great. There was one wrestler that was just smashing his head against the corner over yeah. and over again. <laughs> I like that there's these ladies in the audience that love it. One girl's like, woo! And another girl like sticks her tongue out like she wants to lick his hairy, greasy body. Oh. Well, it helps. <laughs> it helps to kind of make him stick out a little more. Like all the crowd is going crazy, bug nuts. Like there's a guy that's sitting right next to him, pretty much screaming in uh, oh, Cloud's yeah. face, but it's he's a stone just, face. Yeah. Like this is bullshit. <laughs> what am I doing here? This is how I was gonna spend my Saturday. Goddamn. And that draws him back to the past. And it really makes you think. The wrestling match is intercut with some of these like battle scenes from back in 1500 yeah. Scotland. Yeah. And I took it like cool. it was like reminding him of like, his past. A yeah, bit while thrill of battle. The smell of blood and the taste of steel. All that good stuff. Yeah, that delicious stuff. goodness. Jason's in a t- sword gets kicked away at one point, Connor McCloud, but he gets it back and he chops his motherfucking head off. Yeah, like Wu-Tang. Connor McCloud ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> like and... the motherfucking ruckus. <laughs> Let's protect your neck. Torch your motherfucker. He gains his power, I guess. We see the first example of the quickening phenomenon. So whenever you kill one of the other immortals, you become stronger. Do you think he just becomes stronger just because, or is he absorbing the immortal that he killed's power? He's getting um, his knowledge. What I think it is, <laughs> is, is, I, I, <laughs> is like what I've worked out in my head was that there's a finite amount of spiritual energy that this collective group of people has. And as their numbers get reduced, every immortal gets stronger until there's only one lap. And that's what uh, Kruger's deal is. Like, he's super buff because he's had all these battles and won. In the, the novelization. Of- <laughs> yeah, why don't you read a fucking book? Yeah, why don't you read a fucking novelization of the fucking book? I think it's Kruger is, like, good, like, a thousand years older than McLeod, who was only born in the 1500s. Yeah. So see, he's had a lot more battles. We see early on that he already has all the endgame armor and Kruger does. Yeah, he's maxed out. Little question <laughs> he's got mark. the dragon scale armor and shit like that. Oh, man. The cars start just going crazy. Like one of them just kind of like blows up. A lot of the yeah. car windows all break. There's these occasional the lights things. go on and off. Fairies and shit. <laughs>
So it's a superstitious area, I guess, especially that long ago. So someone smashes a glass on his head, and then it yeah. cuts to him it's in, in the um, stocks, throwing beat his ass, stones at him, throwing like, rotten fruit at his face. Like. They headbutt him like five times. They spit oh, on him. It's pretty brutal, dude. Angus, like was, Angus Budangus. Yeah, the Angus cut. He's your cousin, man. He, saved, he saves him. Come on, donkey. Come on, you donkey. <laughs> so they they do they banish him instead of murdering him. So there you go. We see his cool ass space age apartment oh my for the first time. Oh my god, this guy's got like the best apartment ever. This would make Patrick Bateman from American Psycho pretty jealous. <laughs> <laughs> he would love to live here. It's just like this great big studio apartment. He's got like this boss ass fish tank in the middle of it. He's, he's got, got like, I think a grand piano. And then in the back he's got like a war room where he's got all of his trophies from like Oh the, yeah. He's, he's got ages, all these like, all like the really centuries. rare antiques and stuff. It's like sealed off. He's the only one that has the access there. It's like it a seems like room, it, yeah. Kind yeah. Of. It's just gloves and that hat with a feather. Just oh, yeah. so red. It just looked oh, like he was wearing God. red velvet. If it was socially yeah. acceptable, he would wear it all the time. He'd be draped in it. <laughs> he introduces himself as Juan Sanchez Villalobos Ramirez. <laughs> <laughs> Makes basically no attempt at a Spanish accent. I'm, I'm fine with it. And he explains he knows who McLeod is and what the deal is and what's going on. Like, come with me, boy. He's getting, like, struck by lightning and it's like, it's the quickening. <laughs> yeah, what? We are brothers, McLeod. <laughs> It's like, what you're experiencing now is the quickening. It's like, oh no! So back at the police station, this movie really does jump around even more than I realized. Yeah, when um, you're watching it, it's not that jarring. It doesn't feel like it. Thinking about it, it's like, yeah, there are a lot of changes. Deborah's looking up case files on a Nash. Juxtaposed with him sitting on the couch, sharpening a sword, remembering the Reading good times. a sword book. That was a book that she wrote. They're kind of gathering information on each other at the same time. Pairs him to Haggis. Sean's like, what's Haggis? And he's like, it's sheepskin stomach. He's yeah. like, what do you do with it? You eat it. He's like, you dang fool. Sounds revolting. And we find out that <laughs> he's... a cold burger king? <laughs> yeah. <He's> like, <laughs> Have it your way. <laughs> what if? Uh, we find out John Connery's an Egypto. He's ancient Egyptian for some reason. What does this say? <laughs> Hypno Egypto. <laughs> Sean Connery just dumps him in the lake. You better learn to swim, bitch. And he doesn't. He just gets to the bottom where he would have drowned. He's laughing. He's yeah, like, he's like, oh shit, I'm a merman. He's like, oh, oh. How cool would that be? Like, I mean, sure, you'd probably be pretty happy too if you found out that you could like live underwater, basically. Yeah, That'd be sweet. Cool. You know, nobody bothered down there. Later. Fab in peace, finally. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> fucking peace and quiet. Aqua fab. Jesus. <laughs> 9,000. <laughs> so he tries and fails to chop Connery's head off because he just teleports away. He's too slow because you gotta yes. go fast. <laughs> Connery kind of reminds the story. And you get a sword training montage. A good sense of progression. He's pretty scrubby at first. He does get better as we jump from scene to scene to the point where he's kind of on level with Connery and then he eventually surpasses him. There's one part where Heather, it's his wife, is like making fun of him and he's like, Heather, please. <laughs> oh yeah. I beg you. I beg you. It really hurts, Heather. Please. <laughs> I beg you. Stop. And they do this like sword tai chi. They're like, they have this controlled swing. Well, there's a, there's a term for it. I think they're called katas. It's like doing your exercises like... Like sword kata? Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah or gun like kata. <laughs> <laughs> you swing your sword a certain way, you can hit someone across the room by manipulating the air currents. That's like Legend of Zelda. I mean, you're full health. <laughs> it's a shot that also makes me laugh. This red stag deer just kind of looks up like, oh, what the hell are these guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. It's like, it's supposed to feel the power of the stag. Oh, As they're running right. down the beach, you see this deer 
they're running down the beach. Run too. with the beast, boy. And Feel the beast's there energy. There's some weird yeah. shit that they did with the stag. I think that shot where it's like, whoa. <laughs> it's it's like National Keanu Geographic uh, stock footage. Because oh. they had this issue with the deer that time of year in Scotland. They don't have antlers. They had to trank deer and then glue <laughs> Super glued. I was antlers just back guess. onto their head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like, no shit. Are you fucking kidding me? No, I'm not. That's like some Grinch shit, man. <laughs> yeah, and the first thing they did after they woke up was just try to knock the antlers back off their head. They were confused and probably like, scared. No, it's not normal. The so, fuck is this shit? Yeah, it's like Deco antler or whatever. Yeah, they Undertale. just like, they got freaked out and just like ran off into the woods. They had to use the sock wood in the end because it was all fucked up. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> they run down the beach and jump into the ocean and they have a big sword fight on the top of a mountain with a helicopter and... <laughs> yeah, it's fucking awesome. Awesome. And yeah, it's fucking cool. And the music's like, and it was it's this real triumphant moment in my life. <laughs> in all of our lives. In the life of humanity. It has touched every person on this planet, whether they know it or when not. When the cloud soars, it's not just him soaring, it's the human all of spirit. Us. Oh, yeah. Rising tide lift all boats. Yeah. yeah. I think that applies here. That applies here. They were on a boat at one time. <laughs> on a boat, motherfucker. Connor finally wins one. He disarms Connor Reed. And then they have another friendly sword fight in the woods. He gets kind of romantic here. It's just like, if he was you, would you cut? Would you take my head? Would you take my head in marriage? Would you... <laughs> Your training is almost complete. Would you... Would you take my head and then give me head? <laughs> Would you take my head and then put things in it? Put things in and around my face, please. What? Oh, man. Anyway, so they go back to the village, and it looks like a Men Without Hats video. It's at the Highlands County Fair or whatever, and it's condensed if you want to bring something And if they don't dance, and if you don't dance, no friends of mine. Heather wins a chicken or something in a raffle. She runs off with it in a bag. Gotta buy the bad time. Connery's having dinner with Heather. I don't know where McLeod is right now. What They're that hanging about? out, getting drunk. Telling uh, stories to each other. And then we get some John Woo cameo with the doves flying around. Yeah. Then the door just explodes. Yeah, the like Jason Voorhees just walked in the there. The sound just, effect for the door exploding yeah. is like the best. Like yeah, the... it's a total stock sound effect. Yeah. It's hilarious. Oh, it man. makes no sense. <laughs> and they use it again later in the movie. It's just always funny. It keeps getting better. The Kurgan, he yeah. busts in on the scene, Ramirez leaps in the bell, and he puts up a pretty good fight up against him for the most part. I he thought. almost mm -hmm. kills him. Yeah. He cuts his throat, which mm -hmm. leaves a scar that's still there in the 1980s. And it's like, it's too late. I prepared him for you. <laughs> <laughs> about McLeod. He's strong now. He's not going to be no pushover like before. The Kurgan looks so fucking awesome in this scene because he's got the long hair and he's like bleeding out of his throat. Yeah. He's just bloody and heavy like, metal madman. That mill or whatever starting to fall apart. Yeah, like every like time a his... lightning storm. It's crazy. Like every time his sword hits the wall, it literally knocks parts of the building away. Yeah, yeah. the building practically collapses. All these stones go flying. There's a little bit of slapstick too. Like he knocks the Kurgan and the Kurgan falls like 20 feet and then kind of like dusts himself. Uh! <laughs> <laughs> And then he just impales Connery when they get up to the top of the staircase. Yep. And that looks like a metal cover when he holds up the sword against the yeah. lightning strike. Yeah, yeah. crazy just thunderstorm the stairs outside. standing. It looks awesome. I was not buying his pain in this scene. No? Connery, he's just like, oh! <laughs> he's like, oh, he! He, like he stubbed like... his toe rather <laughs> yeah. than, oh man, my head's about to get and he finds this girl hiding. He picks her up and he gets shot in the back. He's like, why aren't you dead? He's like, shh, it's 
It's a kind of magic. And, he and, gets up. and then there's this, the head Fuhrer of the whole SS, it looks like, comes in. <laughs> Reich's yeah. Chancellor, Uber Fuhrer. Yeah. <laughs> comes in. He has a gun now, Connor, and he yells at him to go away, and he doesn't. He's like, whatever you say, Jack, you're the master race. Oh, yeah, it's man. such a good yeah. line. And then he just, wah, 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 and shoots <laughs> them all down. Blows him away. <laughs> oh, it was great. Next scene, he goes to see Brenda at her apartment, and I like when he walks in, he sees this kind of chintzy painting of, like, a Scottish guy wearing a kilt, and he goes, hmm, that's what they are doing at the apartment, I guess. It's yeah. like a date. More like a setup than anything. She's got a tape recorder hidden away uh, in the box. Yeah, it's a yeah. gun it's in her jewelry. A steaming hot mess of a wreck. I think the next thing is when Heather dies. Queen is softly playing in the background. Yeah. And she's Who on her deathbed. She wants right? to live forever. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty sappy scene. I wasn't really convinced by the old woman makeup they put on I her. I wasn't either. It looked like it looked like somebody took a bottle of baby powder and just blasted her in the face with it. Like, <laughs> just oh, there put you it go. Against That's a fan, age. just blowing yeah, it all over. I, she just kind of has, she has like white hair now. It's like a little more pale or she something. She looks like powder. Yeah, yeah like from the movie powder <laughs> <laughs> you guys remember powder yeah i remember powder holy shit it's like <laughs> Fucking we should powder. we gotta review that are, movie. yeah i was gonna say when are we doing that <laughs> we should do a double feature with powder and mask oh yeah oh rocky <laughs> Oh, oh my god. god. Cher. Oh my son's got a weird face. <laughs> Everyone wears a mask, Rocker. Oh shit, I know what you're talking about now. I've seen that before. Yeah, the red haired kid. With Sam Elliott. <laughs> totally off topic, but I like on the DVD cover. Oh, the movie's like all about like he finds his inner beauty. And on the cover, you see him with his arms in the air with his back to the camera. Yeah. And with like Cher and Sam Elliott up like above. Like prettier man. people looking <laughs> down. <laughs> Assholes. But anyway, with the the white hair, it made me think of my aunt has had gray, nearly white hair since she was in her late 20s, so as long as I can remember, so not that it would be to anybody, but to me, seeing a middle-aged woman with white hair does not convince me that she's like 80 or 90 years old. We have a friend that already has gray hair. Since she was like 12. Hell, I've got gray hairs. Well, I mean, that's not, not really a good example, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, way to fuck it up, Keith. Fuck! <laughs> Get the hell up. No, don't. Uh, so yeah, he torches her, gives her a good old Viking funeral. Burns the whole house down everything right just yeah, it's like fuck it it's <laughs> <laughs> not like a pussy now oh, fuck scotland <laughs> fuck it i told you please heather so like a crap nuts she does have one last request though that he lights a candle to remember her every day on her birthday which i think we see later in the movie back in central park he meets another immortal it's this black dude but he's like in a karate gear castiger uh, yeah they drink a boom boom it's the stuff that he just calls boom 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 they're like fuck it dude it's the gathering let's get drunk let's get fucking <laughs> hammered it's a celebration motherfucker it's gonna be a crazy night it's like remember your old infamous duel back in 1783 on boston common oh man, so we get our oh, one like yeah our straight up comedy bit in the movie and it's fucking funny oh, it's yeah. really good this is i want to go and say this is probably my favorite scene <laughs> yeah mine too it's really good <laughs> so he gets like jim Leahy drawing <laughs> He's like six out of ten at least. He's, he's, he's decapitating the air, Randy Bobandi. So he fights this sissy ass English guy, or no, he's not a sissy. His assistant. Is. Oh my god! This this red coat guy. It's a sword duel. He gets stabbed in the chest like ten times. Yeah, like right in the like, gut. Like, the cloud like, can barely stand up straight. Like his powdered wig is disheveled. Like he's just falling over on himself. He can barely and, even face. And he's the like guy just he's walks to up fight. to him with the sword, just oh, right in the gut again. He just and falls over. Every time that the guy keeps winning. 
this duel, his servant comes up and tries to kiss his hand. And he's got his cheek. He's like, you did so good, Master. You did so good. And he's got his fucking Amadeus wig on and shit. And eventually, the red coat guy, he gets so pissed off that he just shoots his own servant in the back while he's running away. Yeah. He can't kill him, so McLeod finally is just like, you know what? I'm sorry. Like, I didn't mean to say what I said. Let's just go on our ways and be done with this. Then it cuts to the hotel. Kurgan's on his way back in. And he's like, oh, yeah, I heard you really like candy or whatever. And he's like, don't ever speak to me or my sword again. Maybe think of that stupid thing that I've been seeing, unfortunately. Like, don't ever come near me or my son again. Yeah, I don't know what that's from. But There's yeah, a like, little foreshadowing, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, he's like, I hope we get your head chopped off. And hell. And his, like, drunk homeless friend is hackling at him. Yeah. He's like, shut up, dude. Shut up. Shut he's wearing, like, shut. this weird leopard print getup, too, with the hotel clerk. Yeah. It looks really goofy. It's like a leopard vest. <laughs> and he has, like, weird dangly earrings. He probably listens to Deaf Leopard. Probably. <laughs> hey, man, Deaf Leopard sucks. Yeah. The immortal with the boom boom from earlier, he gets in a sword fight with the Kurgan, and this crazy-ass ex-Marine. Yeah, it's like, like Jimbo. He's like a Vietnam vet. Yeah, right? he's like Travis Bickle at a taxi driver or something. <laughs> yeah, he has a shirt on that says, like, fuck you, Moscow, with, like, crosshairs on the Kremlin. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he just pulls out an Uzi and pumps his guts full of Yeah, lead. he walks in, he's like, what the hell's going on here with his gun out? Yeah. It's so crazy. That, that was great. Yeah. After he decapitates Boom Boom Memorial, the Marine, he gets fork lifted with yeah. the sword. He gets him oh, yeah. Jason with Voorhees gut. with a pitchfork sort of thing. All of a sudden, there's like tons of people here for some reason. There's practically a traffic jam in this back alley. <laughs> that as big and bad as this guy is, Connor at this point is not afraid of him at all. He's afraid to go toe-to-toe. <laughs> the priest confronts him at some point. He's like, I am a worm. And he licks his hand and everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's fucking awesome. And on his way out, he's like, I have something to say. It's better to burn out than, than to fade, fade away. away. <laughs> Which was an ad lib, I guess. But it was, it was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was pretty like cool. It was awesome. a fun move and a little spin. He actually apologized in case he'd offended any of the actual nuns and priests that were extras in this scene. Felt kind of bad, I guess. He shows Brenda that weird hidden room you're talking about. He has a war room and she just starts dripping all over the floor. She's like, wow, look at all the weapons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> look at all the steel. <laughs> 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 he drops the bomb. He goes to show her that he's immortal. He's got like this war knife or whatever. He puts it in her hand, kind of holds her hand and stabs himself with it. This gets her like so hot and bothered that they immediately <laughs> just launch into a blue room sex They start making out. Yeah. It's really weird. I thought it was kind of interesting. I think in that one scene, he goes back into a Scottish accent. Not Surroused. trying to. Well, and that he's yeah, like, he no so... longer has to keep his secret identity up with that phony accent that he concocted. Yeah. We find out he's been alive for 450 years. It was 1518, so 1518 to 1985 or whatever, however long that is. Pretty damn old, well over 400 years. Yeah. First he starts crying, and then they start making out. It's weird. <laughs> it is really weird. And they bang to, like, triumphant music. Yeah, he's like, let me bang. Uh... <laughs> Bang, bro. Kiss, sex, question marks. Like, what the fuck? It seems weird. The whole romance angle that they like, have, it kind of comes out of nowhere. Like, it does yeah, seem I like it just kind of drops in. I, yeah. I didn't feel that much romantic or sexual tension in their previous scenes together. Maybe a little. The movie does kind of jump into that pretty quickly. But I guess a lot of movies do that. So. But it did seem weird. So they're banging, and then we cut to the Wrath of the Wild. They're at the zoo. Yeah, what is that supposed to mean? It cuts to, like, <laughs> the these raging... The it cuts to these raging lions. Oh, roaring. in the cage? I took that as McLeod is 
a lion in a cage living in this world being the most powerful being yeah, and then having to like you stay get that out of it it was just the juxtaposition was weird to me that like yeah. this sensual sexy sex scene and, and then, then it's like Burr. yeah it was MGM yeah. all of a sudden when did that song come out they were like let's do it like they do on the Discovery Channel <laughs> maybe that's what it was a shout out to I'm gonna say that was like the late 90s uh. sadly or else it should have been in that movie that would have been awesome <laughs> <laughs> you and me baby ain't nothing but mammals oh god they're on their romantic zoo date and they make the mistake of having some PDA because you can see the Kurgan lurking in the shadows that was so cool mm -hmm. I didn't see him the first time yeah like, I don't think I, I didn't even notice him. Missed him you see him just in silhouette this oh, huge guy like you that can... was also not in the theatrical cut why would you cut that out Brenda tells McLeod that he is afraid to I don't know if there were any scenes with them in the same scene as the letters while they were fighting. It always seemed like they were know. at the base of them, so it could yeah. be miniature work. It's definitely well done. And then the water tower falls over. And doesn't, doesn't like Will Smith weird spin fall out? Move. He kind of like flushes himself down the toilet. Yeah, he just oh, looks like. Man. Yeah, with his sword like floating right on the surface yeah, of the water. Yeah, he's, like, oh, <laughs> he's. He kills it. Oh, oh it's so good. They fall through the glass big window on the ceiling into the warehouse. Now I get the real battle royale. Connor loses his sword for a while, and then Heather lays some pipe. Yeah, right on his back. back and holds him off. And then Eye of the Tiger starts playing. McLeod gets his sword back, and he's like on fire. Yeah. It gets some good slash across the stomach, then across the chest. Mm -hmm. And at one point, for the first and probably only time in this movie, the Kurgan actually looks a little scared. It seemed like his pupils went totally black, right? Like they got way, way, way bigger, and his eyes look like crazy. Really cool. And he finally gets him with the kill shot. He gets him in the throat. He has a big grin on his face as his head just kind of falls off of his body. <laughs> and this weird light and howling sound comes out of the hole in his throat. Yeah, it's, it's pretty nuts. Oh, I imagine it's probably because I want to say, like, all the souls he's trapped inside. Yeah, yeah it's the soul NATO. <laughs> All the power he's absorbed from the other immortals, like, there's way more inside of him, so now McCloud's gotta take it all. <laughs> so I hope your McLeod. body's ready. And he says in this really weird voice, so it's like, there can be only one. It's like a weird, like, robot echoey voice, and then everything blows up again. The glass shatters and blows out. There's, like, these giant glass panes that they were silhouetted against, and those start blowing out all yeah. over the place. There's the crazy electro ghosts. Isn't he, like, ultra quickening. Isn't McLeod, like, lifted up into he's the like air? He's, like, attacked by cartoon beasts. Yeah. Which like, I thought looked pretty cool. I thought they looked a little corny. They reminded me of Gremlins 2, the lightning gremlin, or the electricity gremlin. What year was this? 86. 86? What movies had good like animation spliced into live action? When did um, Roger Rabbit come out? 89 or 8? Uh, I don't know, like Mary Poppins? If they had done a different effect, it's pretty obvious that this is a cartoon. It's and cartoon if character. it had looked a little different, if it had been something they'd done more with, I don't know how else to do it, honestly. It is just weird that they have like these cartoon monsters floating around him all of a sudden. I don't know, to make it seem like it's a bigger deal than all the other ones. This is the quickening of quickening. <laughs> yeah. This is the prize, as they say. This is the big one. I don't have a prize with it. I just think they could have figured a way to do it that would have looked a little cool. Yeah, I was alright with it. Well, he's freaking out. He's like, I know everything. <laughs> I am everything. Yeah, he reaches a level beyond Super Saiyan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does the fusion dance with all of the other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he picked up the fucking Potara earring from the Kurgan when he dropped. <laughs> and they said that like, he knows everyone in the world's thoughts. Like, if he wants to, he can read anybody's mind. He has like all these new powers now. But I think he is now mortal. Isn't that right? That's what I thought the prize was, that you finally become mortal, and that's why he was open to a new really? 